I'm Jody Whites, Results and Success Coach, and these podcasts teach you how to make significant changes to live your dreams, make a positive impact on the world, and drop your regrets. It's time for you to get spectacular. Welcome back to Your Spectacular Life. I'm Jody Whites, your professional coach, making sure that your work and personal life are nothing less than spectacular. I'm here with Roderick Lenhart. Hi, Roderick. Hey, thanks for having me. Oh, my pleasure. This is going to be fun. Let me tell you a little bit about Roderick. Roderick Lenhart, a Michigan-born lifelong entrepreneur, started his business journey at a young age with a fruit stand in his mother's front yard. Over the last 30 years, he's expanded his ventures to create multiple multi-million dollar companies in both product and service industries. Roderick's passion for entrepreneurship led him to become one of the first graduate of UT's entrepreneurship, family and small business program, and he holds an ICF designation as a professional business coach from Brown University's LPCC program. Roderick now focuses on helping clients worldwide implement massive changes in their lives through limited private coaching courses and speaking engagements. Having traveled to more than 50 countries across six continents, Roderick brings a unique worldwide view and a deep appreciation for freedom and autonomy to his work donating all his profits to his work to his foundation send a student leader abroad in partnership with ef tours all right wow that is quite the resume you know couldn't wait to get out there as a kid at your fruit stand and doing multiple multiple million dollar companies wow what um what are some of the companies that you've built in the multi-multi? A lot, man. It's you know, it's it's really spans the gamut. I've had automotive products, I've had performance automotive products, I've done home theater and car audio wholesaling. I've owned a custom home building construction company. I had a, the last company that I sold, um, which is when I moved into coaching, went to Brown, was a short-term rental and real estate management business in Charlotte. And uh, going all the way back to the fruit stand and selling golf balls at the end of the street and selling candy at school. And it's, you know, once an entrepreneur, always an entrepreneur. Yeah. yeah. You couldn't wait to make money, right? I mean, yeah. that's part well, of it. Know, I mean, it, out, the, the challenge yeah, it's, is, is the most interesting thing. But the money, especially as a kid, is really the reward. Sure. Yeah. And, and until you discover a deeper meaning, and that's definitely yeah. what we get into in the book and in some of my courses, et cetera. But um, yeah, I was, I was that kid that figured out that I can either work for five bucks an hour for chores, or I can learn how to, to how to hustle and buy a bike and a Game Boy and a, everything I want, you know, <laughs> right. just the sky's the limit once you figure out sales and value and, you know, for right. me, you know, 
And it's so motivating as well, isn't it? I mean, it's like, hey, I think I'm pretty good at this. I'm going to keep going. I'm going to challenge myself with, you know, this thing and that thing. And I want to get into your formula about that because it seems like you've really got that down as well as my listeners want to hear about that. But um, I'm really excited to hear about this book that's coming out uh, September 12th. Tell me a little bit about that. Yeah, so it's called Million Dollar Flip-Flops, Peace, Prosperity, and the Courage to Change Course in Life and Business. And it goes through, I teach what I call the Waves Method, and the books kind of part that, that part my life story, and where the, the ups, the downs, the major dips I went through at 24 and 25 that is what led to me developing this, this work and why I want to share it with other people who find themselves somewhere they didn't intend to be whether it's on an entrepreneurial journey or otherwise. And, you know, I sold my last business, like I said, last, I guess, I don't know, 14 months ago now. And I'm in a position where I don't necessarily have to do anything. You know, I'm very fortunate. And as a kid who grew up listening to his parents argue about money, specifically mm. the lack thereof, yeah. um, I'm, I'm very grateful that I'm in that position. And what I wanted my legacy to be was to, not only just share these tools with people so that hopefully they can have a different trajectory, but the reason we donate hundred percent of the proceeds is people are more likely to engage when they know it's, I'm not just some huckster selling my IP. There's very much a purpose behind why I'm out here doing this. And that's reflected in our foundation stand the student leader abroad as well. Great. That that's great. Yeah. It, I really hear the care and I really hear you know, after you've got the formula down and the advice and the legacy, what's next, you know, and how can you give back? And it sounds like you're really doing that as well. And, and just because, uh, you know, I'm curious and it send a student leader abroad sounds like such a worthwhile, you know, um, nonprofit. I, I want to hear about that before we go on as well. Sure. So um, we are in partnership with EF Tours. And if you're not familiar with EF, they're a $7 billion global leader in, call it school trips. So the way you should look at it is that seventh or eighth grader who goes to Europe with 10 of his classmates, and there's a couple teachers and a parent maybe that go. And they do a lot more than that. They do gap years and they do full-on exchange students. They do all that. But um, not being the shy type, I messaged on LinkedIn, I messaged the CEO um, and said, hey, I, I want to start a business and give you all my money. And mm -hmm. most people would think that's crazy. Okay, next. <laughs> yeah, this and guy, what, where's the catch? And yeah, <laughs> exactly. What, what's but, this guy really want, right? Uh -huh, uh -huh. Yeah. And uh, he wrote right back and we have had just tremendous access to him and his team and the folks at Holt Prize, which they do some really amazing work too. We're going to their global summit in September in Paris. And it's it's really blossomed from there. And it's, and I'll tell you more about the details of what we do, but it's, I live by that ethos that with a big enough why, anyhow is possible. And mm. that's how I've lived my life. And that is how I'm building this business. And I could not have told you six months ago what my day today would look like. Mm. And that's okay. I have the why, and I don't know how I'm going to get there. I just keep walking through the open doors that are in front of me. And, you know, that's kind of what we teach too. That's what the book and the ways method is. And we'll get through some of that. But 
what send a student leader abroad is, you know, when I was 13, my mom sent me on that trip to Europe oh, and nice. we grew up with nothing. She did not have the money to send me on that trip, but it opened my eyes to very much a, there is no them, there's only us mentality. And I brought that back to my community. And it also inspired my love for travel. You know, by the end of this year, I'll be at close to 60 countries. And mm. next year, I finally do Antarctica. COVID killed my Antarctica trip. Oh. So I will have my seventh continent. And you know, I'll be pushing <laughs> 70 countries by the time I'm 43. So wow. um, I want that for other kids who may not be able to afford a trip like that. So Ultimately, what it is, is a matching grant. The, the teachers identify students who, again, are leaders, send a student leader abroad, um, who they apply. We work with them. It's not just here's the money. We work with them to earn that money. So I want to instill that kind of hustler mentality that Great. I got when I was a kid. Yeah. But ultimately, if they only raise five bucks, we those trips cost about four grand now. We pay the other $39.95 for them to go. And the idea is that we change their trajectory and their life view, but they bring that story back to a community that may not be having those conversations. Right, right. And, and you know, for them, it, it's a learning experience. It's how do you hustle? How do you make the money? Um, what can they, they expect? And I'm sure if you do identify them as a leader, then they're going to be more apt to listen and, uh, you know, that's a biggie, getting a kid to listen, getting a 13-year-old to listen. No easy task. <laughs> so uh, it sounds like a, a great program and so worthwhile um, with the proceeds that come out of that. And um, just before we leave the book topic, um, Amazon or where where can people pick up the book? Yeah, Amazon, Barnes and Noble, you know, we're we're going yep. through Amazon Ingram Sparks, so you can get it, you know, literally anywhere you can buy books. It'll be in the library. Um, the only thing we don't have coming out right away, the audiobook doesn't launch until November 8th. Yeah. So, but every every other way you can get it, the book and the journal are both come out September 12th. Great, great. And we'll we'll get that title again at the end of the show. It'll be in the show notes. Um so getting back to business, getting back to you, trying all these different things, you know, of course, it's a roller coaster ride. We, we win, we fail, we win, we fail. Um, and eventually we start winning more than we fail. So tell me a little bit about what you found got you on the winning path of building these multi-million dollar businesses. Yeah. So I'll give you a little bit of background, but um, again, I started as just a young kid, you know, I always had inventions and ideas and, and ways to make money that were not going to work for someone. And by the time I left UT, when I graduated college, I had two you know, major concerns for businesses where I was shipping products worldwide. And it was, yet I'm sitting in business classes where they may or may not have ever run a business themselves. Right, so right. you start to feel that disconnect, right? But um, shortly after school, I moved down to the Carolinas and I bought my first house at 21. And that ultimately led to a long career in building and real estate. And that, that house was also my first rental. So oh, yeah. Um, about 24 years old, 23, 24 years old, I took a job 
And in my world, that is a very, very bad word. <laughs> and it almost killed me. And oh, goodness. I was uh, selling new homes for a Fortune 100 builder. And I shut down both of my businesses. And next thing you know, I'm, I've, I've been a lifelong salesperson. So I killed it, right? I'm number one. I'm winning awards. I'm flying up to Santa Barbara, the CEO's house. I'm partying with rock stars and athletes. And I've got a 401k and stock matches, et cetera. I can buy and do and go anywhere I want. And I absolutely hate my life. Mm. I wake up every day with that sinking. Is this all there is feeling? I had anxiety. I faced depression and worse. And I found myself on an operating table. I was 25 years old, about wow. to get the discs in my back fused. Wow. And I was Goodness. otherwise healthy. I coached baseball. I played sports. I, you know, I've been health, relatively healthy my whole life. And I just, I stopped the surgery and I don't know what came over me. Call it God, call it the universe, call it whatever you will. But through a, a lot of soul searching that we don't have time for here, it was that I had strayed so far away from my core values and what mm. really makes me who I am because I was chasing the money. I was chasing notoriety yeah. and it wasn't, it wasn't me. So I stopped the surgery. Here I am 25 years later. I still don't, or 20 years later, I still don't have fused discs. I never got, I don't have any more back pain really? and wow. that is its own story for why you you cause physical pain when you have well, tremendous emotional distress absolutely <laughs> it all reflects in the body in uh -huh. the physical emotional spiritual plane so thank goodness you stopped it you stopped your trajectory and you said you know what what next and how did you make that what next successful so, you know, I've always been kind of this weird kid that read, I read a lot of nonfiction. I was the one where everybody was figuring out what movie to watch. And I'm listening to Tony Robbins and Deepak Chopra <laughs> on my rollerblades, you know, and I just dove into the books. I'd probably read 200 nonfiction books by the time I was 24, 25. And I dove into those books to figure out how do I fix this, right? How do I make it better next time? I don't want to be in this place again. And while I didn't call it the waves method then, that is exactly what I developed. And, you know, the waves is your why, authenticity, values, exploration, and your statement of purpose. And that is the filter that I have run every decision in my life, business, relationship, or otherwise, through from that point forward. And can you and, repeat that again? Yeah, so yeah. it's uh, the W, your why. So your, yeah. your passion, why. Why do you get up every morning other than a paycheck? Sure authenticity and why I put that in there between why and values is I use this example a lot. If you are a mother and I'm working with you and we're going through your values, you are going to put family down as one of your values. I can see it coming from seven miles away. Sometimes that is your number one value. Most times it isn't, but you put that in there because it's what you think is mm -hmm. what I want to hear or your parents want to hear or your pastor wants to hear. <laughs> right. So we put authenticity. Right. You, you don't want to put yeah, your children down lower on the list because it, it's it's not a, a bad optic. I mean, it's not a good optic. <laughs> right. right. And so we got you're doing this work. Yeah. It's, it's, it's for you. You know, yeah. it's, it's not meant to be for anyone else. It's okay yeah. to be selfish. So V is your values, and we do a really deep dive, whether we're working one-on-one -on -one or you're, you buy one of our courses or even in the book, a really deep dive on your values. We list them, we rank them, and we make them actionable. We give them life. And then E, my favorite part, is exploration. So you take 
this values list we've created and you go out into the world and you, in the highs and lows of your day or week or month, you look at that list. When things are going great, you say, what am I honoring here? Opposite of that, when things are terrible, like, man, I'm having a shit day. Then what am I not honoring here? You know, it always boils down to your values. And then as you refine that, we build your statement of purpose. And that is that kind of finessed, cajoled. If you're from sales world, it's your elevator pitch. It's that three sentences that say, this is who I am. This is how I show up in the world. And this is who I want to be. And that's what I did. That's why I was successful is because I was living my truth. And I built businesses around who I wanted to become as a person. So I loved my business. And when you love your business, your customers love your business. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You just naturally create value. And that's where the money comes from. It, it is not a difficult formula. We just aren't taught that. Right, right. That That's great. And you know what that does? That keeps you not only totally honest with yourself, it keeps you accountable to live, you know, that high integrity life to get what you want. So what I'm hearing is um, to really, you know, just just the foundational level of being successful with your business is to figure out this wave statement and all the things that go into it and to live it, to fail, to not do what you like, to do what you like and figure all that out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That, that sounds great. All right, moving out to reaching other people with that, the marketing. Once you get that, once you're excited about that, how do you brand and market that to other people? Oh man, that, that could I be know. about 12 we, podcasts. Yeah, we, yeah, give me a oh, high level. I know, I, I did yeah. ask for that. I asked for the simple <laughs> um, top of the head. Be the would be the simple answer, but the um, I'll tell you this the I know you let's do two things. I know you've seen this in coaching, and I graduated with 24 icon kids, but uh, the people in my cohort at Brown, um, and half of them aren't coaches, and it's because they're very talented people, but they don't know how to tell anyone they're talented. Mm-hmm. And I was on, um, if you know, Jason Mark Campbell is selling with love podcast last week, and his whole premise and something I certainly agree with is you don't sell from your head, you sell from your heart. Mm-hmm. And yeah. when you believe in your product, it's not selling. It's that you are doing, if I believe that the waves method will change your life and I do, I am doing a disservice not to bring it to you, not to let the world know about it. It's why I'm on this show with you right now. I could be doing literally anything anywhere in the world. And I am at my house in Virginia doing this show with you because I want people to know about this. Right. Yeah. Right. So so when you have that passion, then it just comes down to the mechanics of how do you want to get it out there? Now I'm very much a massive action person. So I've got the book and the journal and courses and a mastermind group and private coaching and a YouTube channel and my own podcast coming out November 8th and the audio book. And I'm starting to do live speaking. I'm doing a lot of on behalf of EF, and we have our first live event in Austin in November. Well, so I'm, I'm hitting slacker, I mean by- you know. Oh, wow, right. I mean, <laughs> and 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 wow, that's impressive. That's what, yeah. what about us so, mortals, mere mortals? So massive action, <laughs> which uh, I believe is a is that a Robbins statement? I think I've heard, uh, yeah, or your yeah, own, that, but I think it's a Tony, Tony's Tony coined that one, but. 
let me hear more. So you're putting all these things together, podcast, um, you've got a YouTube channel, you're getting out there and yeah. to connect with people. And is that working? Yeah, I mean, we are just now in the very beginning stages of it. And, you know, and that's what we're ramping up to for book launch on September 12th. But here's what I'll tell you. And this is where I think some people go wrong in their entrepreneurial journey. Um, you're familiar with Wayne Gretzky, the hockey yep. legend? Yeah. So Gretzky's big thing was he would skate to where the puck was going, not to where the puck was. You know, he's, he's a famous quote that's attributed with him. So if you look at how I'm building this business, I have got a professional that is now running our YouTube channel. I have a professional that's going to be running the podcast. I have a professional that's doing my social media marketing. I have a professional running my courses. I hired a professional to launch my book. And I could have done all, as an entrepreneur, you can do anything. And I believe I could do all those things myself. But it would take me eight years to figure it out. And it would be 60% <laughs> right. as good as it could have been yeah. than when you have somebody in their lane. So I'm, I'm very much building the business for what will be. And I believe, and this is, you know, kind of gets into a little bit of woo-woo uh, law of attraction, you know, <laughs> new age BS, depending on who you're talking to. You know, yeah. But I liken it to if you're, if you're single and you want a relationship, and your closet's full, and your drawers are full, and you've made no physical room in your life for that person. You will find, if I clear out half my closet, if I keep an empty drawer, if you make the room for that person, magically the person appears. You know, the, the universe is very good at delivering on what you want when you ask the right questions, when you want the right things. Right. So again, I've, I believe that when you have a big enough why, anyhow is possible. And I know I want to send a million kids abroad which means I need to sell a ton of books and a ton of courses. <laughs> so it's, yes. this, it's this circular thing. So I'm going to build a business that can support that kind of volume before we've sold our first thing. Yeah, you know, it, it's great. You know, as, as a coach, you're looking at outcomes. What is the big, uh, you know, what is, what is the big outcome? And all the small milestones leading up to the big outcome where you cross over the finish line again, not finished, but everything's out there. Everything's humming, um, well-oiled machine. And I like the fact that you're trying not to do it alone. I mean, yeah, you're the founder and you're the CEO, but you're letting all these other people who are really good at their work take over those areas so you have time to strategize uh get more things out there course correct etc yeah absolutely it's it's walking the talk you know it's what we teach people as coaches but right. now you're watching me do it from the back well so it's, it sounds like you're doing a great job you know you would be you know, client of the month on my board hearing what you're doing <laughs> with stars. <laughs> oh, so that's, that's great. Um, and that is the way you build that and you have less of a chance to fail. Now, um, um, why the name million dollar flip-flops? Why that name? Because, you know, I'm curious about that. Do you want the actual story or the, the news clipping story? <laughs> you can tell me whatever you think the listeners will want to know or not know. <laughs> so 
I was in Thailand. I had I was taking six months off on a sabbatical after I sold the last business, and I was reading Mike. I think it's Mike Kim's book. Uh, you are the brand, and it's you know again I'm a nerd on that stuff. Like I don't yeah. read Harry Potter. Like I just I read I read just random nonfiction. Right. All that. There was an exercise in the book that said, look at your immediate surroundings and find one thing that you identify with. Well, it's my flip flops. You know, I'm, <laughs> I'm that. Like I wear them in the winter. I wear them to build hot rods. I wear, I just never have, I call them foot prisons. I never have real shoes on. And <laughs> people know me for that. My friends yeah. know me for that. And I bet you're in so, shorts, you're in shorts too, right? Along yeah, with yeah. the flip so, image. Yeah. So we're naming this company. And I remember I was like million dollar flip flops. I'm like that. Everybody wants a million bucks. Everybody wants flip flops. Like it's a nice lifestyle, you know, signifier. Yeah. Yeah. And I remember my coach saying, well, well, what does that even mean? I said, well, what does Apple mean or Google mean or mm-hmm. Bing? Like things don't, yeah. it doesn't Uber, mean. Uber, what is, well, we know what Uber means. Yes, yeah. exactly. But really in a car, so, yeah. It just happened to work out that A, we want to send a million kids abroad. So like that, that was neat. But then if you looked at my life and what my ultimate superpower was, it's change. It's the ability mm-hmm. to, to recognize that I need to do it take the first step towards it and embrace it. And to your point earlier on failure and, you know, I failed way more times than I've succeeded because I'm not afraid to pivot. And that's why I've been successful. So that's the flip-flops, that's the change. So that change flip-flops leads to millions. Silly, right? But it works. <laughs> no, no, I, I like it. You know, it's, it's great because people can ask you about it, like at a party or networking event, and you get to you get to throw them into your elevator speech with the flip flops at the end of it, because that's a very cool image. So, yeah, uh, for sure. yeah it's definitely I, I love it. You know, again, I was just curious. So what as as a, you know, successful business owner, coach, what would you tell people about failure? Let's say they, they, you know, put a bunch of money and time and effort into a project, a business, an idea, and they are failing. Uh, two, two things. The, the immediate answer would be failure is the only way to winning, period. Like you have to fail countless times before you actually win at anything. Nobody is good at anything the first time. I don't care who they are. It doesn't matter. The flip side of that is, and it's exactly what we teach, is that if you are doing things that are 100% in alignment with your values, you're probably not going to fail. You might need to find a different way to do it. But if your values are right and the why is big enough, it's not a failure. It's just, well, that didn't work. Next, next, next. You don't give up, right? That's the difference. Great. Yeah, that that's uh, that's a really great thing. And again, key being aligned with your values, doing this for what you want, what you enjoy, what will bring meaning and impact to your life. And um, that that will help to keep you going in the event of failure and motivate you. I want you to repeat the statement one more time. If the why is big enough, what's the second? The how you'll Any find how is the, possible. The how so is possible. Anyhow is possible. Yeah, I like that. And, you know, I'm thinking about what you just said about 
the failure. And you know, I coached baseball for a lot of years and, mm-hmm. and I don't have kids of my own, but I coached in Charlotte and half a dozen of my kids went on to play for the pros. They played major league baseball. Wow. And I would tell the boys at the beginning of every season, I said, you know, it doesn't matter to me if you, if we win or lose, you know, sometimes the other team's lucky. Sometimes they're, they're just no good. Like it, you know, winning and losing, you're not going to remember any of that 20 years from now. But if you show up every practice, you show up every game and you give your all and you know you gave your all and you're the only one that can answer that question, you will be a better ball player and a better young man at the end of this season. And that's all I cared about. And coincidentally, we won a whole lot of games. Yeah, great. <laughs> I don't think it's uh, happenstance. Right. No, I, th- I think... Uh... The message was was clear. It was great. You know, it's not like we want to win, which sets up a real judgment system of, am I good enough to win? Do I have the skill to win? Do, you know, uh, you know, on and on with judging yourself, but putting it in the fact of trying your best and showing up, you know, it it really sets that person up for success which is really what we try to do in the coaching world is try to set everybody up for success, try to limit self-talk, try to really find out what perceptions are actually real in their life and what others have put on them or, you know, from a very young age up to where they are now. Um, Yeah, it's all about moving forward in a positive way and, and having those breakthroughs. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. You know, and at the end of the day, you're, you only should be striving to be better than you were yesterday. You know, it doesn't matter that you're, that you're better than anybody else. Yeah. And it's that back to that authenticity piece. Only, you know, if you gave your all and it's whether you're a 12 year old playing baseball or you're a 30 year old starting a business, only, you know, if you gave your all. Right. Right. And uh, that's that's a great place to start because then you can move on to actionable items and then move on to measuring those actionable (laughs) items called accountability. Um, And that's that just turns the wheel. Did I did I do my weekly tasks, my daily tasks? And, uh, you know, did I take care of myself in the process of doing that so I don't burnout or or whatever or who can help me do these etc all right yeah yeah and that's uh that's a positive thing with a coach by your side absolutely those things happen in you know with a greater success rate much more because you got somebody else asking you the questions and not judging you but saying you know, how could we have done this better or what came up and how can we overcome that obstacle? So things just flow. Yeah. I I always say, I call it surgery on your own eye in the book. You know, the world's best eye surgeon can't perform surgery on his own eye. You know, you, (laughs) you have to have that outside. You can't see the label from inside the bottle, right? There's all these old chestnuts, but it's, it's why every great in everything you know has a coach. Every great business leader has a coach. Every great sports person has a coach. I have yeah. a coach. You have a coach. Yeah. I am a coach too. You know, it's it's very much a necessary thing. And we we see it all the time, whether we're doing, I did a workshop uh, this week live 
And we got to the end, we did a really brief waves method. It was like an hour and we get to the end and there was somebody kind enough to be in the fishbowl and say what theirs was. And she gave us those two or three sentences and there wasn't a lick in there about her. Mm. It was, it was more her why than her state, her statement of purpose should be about you. It's about mm. what you out of this life. And she was talking about the people she serves. Mm. Now, if she's reading the book at home in her bed and jotting everything down, she's like, oh, hot dog. I did a real good job, you know? But until there's somebody there reading it with her, she goes, oh, man, you're right. Yeah. You, know, you watch the light bulb go off. So right. preaching to the choir, I know with you, but it's. I uh, know. It's Objectivity from another person is great because they can, they can, you know, point out a whole lot of stuff, you know, and, and they, I'm just going to say, I know we're, we're both in the same boat, but you know, it's a question is how fast you want revenue to turn around if you're building a business and yeah, then get a coach because again, the failure, the lessons will be so much greater. You'll get on your feet faster. You'll know what your mm -hmm. strengths and weaknesses are. So you can, you know, give others the weaknesses and, and really embrace the strengths for the success of your company and the people around you. So, yeah. yeah. All right. Yeah. Go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say, my, we're, we're, we can, we my, can coach, <laughs> my coach puts it really yeah. well. He says, yeah. you know, coaches are just an accelerator. Like you, oh, you great. get there eventually. It might take you 10 years. It might take you a lifetime. You'll get there. A coach will just get you there 50 times faster. Yeah. Uh, I'm amen to that. All right. You know, we could go on and just glow on on coaches and coaching. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, well, we can keep going. I'd love it. But our listeners are, you know, maybe getting yeah, a little tired of that. So once again, um, I want to know the name of the book. So the listeners can can uh, get that at, uh, you know, again, Barnes and Noble, Amazon, etc. cetera, uh, when that comes out September the 12th. So yeah, um, milliondollarflipflops.com is the best place to find info on everything we do. And then if you're on social media at million dollar flip flops on every channel. Okay, great. And uh, the name of the book is it's million dollar flip flops, peace, prosperity, and the courage to change course in life and business. Oh, and I've got okay. the publisher's copy right here. Oh, look at that. He's holding that up. It looks great <laughs> for all of you, all of the people listening. It, it's beautiful. Peace, prosperity, and the courage, right? To, to change course in life and business. Okay, great. Change course in life and business. All right. All right. Well, it's been a pleasure talking with you, Roderick. Um, and, you know, I really am looking forward to the book and I really believe in what you say. Um, and what a great way to boost the young people in this world, send them to a totally different experience let them learn, let them hustle. And uh, that that is just a, a great way to give back. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. Thanks for having me on. This was a lot of fun. We should do it again. I'd love it. I, I want to hear how the uh, the tour went and, and what you learned and, and a goal of yours for, you know, two, three years. I want to hear what's next because I have a feeling 
something else will be next <laughs> with you, Roderick. <laughs> All right. You take care and thank you again for your time. Okay. Yeah. Thank you so much. Oh, yeah. I'm so grateful that you've listened to the end of this podcast. Please subscribe, rate, and review it, and share it with your friends. I love teaching insights so that you can have a more impactful and meaningful life. It's my mission to build a thriving community of happy, fulfilled people. Want more? Visit my website at yourspectacularlife.com. Oh,